Thanks, Eileen. Thank you very much. It's the Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Enjoy the show. We'll do our best. Thanks, Dermot. Good afternoon on this Monday afternoon. How are you? Extremely mild. Yes, it's a day of oxymoron. It is. It's mad out there, isn't it? A bit, oh, a bit strange. You're running around or you're on the bike and you feel like there's a, somebody's holding a, a hairdryer up to you. Um, and that shouldn't happen on the 10th day of January but that's the way things are um, how was your weekend okay yeah 51551 radrte.ie if you have anything to report I had the oddest re- weekend ever because I, I found myself up in a place called Cross Ray outside Muller in County Cavan and the reason I was there was that Catherine Catherine Thomas wasn't available to do what she's supposed to do on Saturday because of some Covid situation um, and I had to step in, which was very odd because, you know, when you're, you're like, I've been watching Operation Transformation for years and we've been the radio partner for years. And then you find yourself standing in the spot in the studio where Catherine is normally and always has been and nobody else has ever been there. And suddenly you're there. So it was quite surreal. Um, and, and there was Carl and Aoife and Sumi and Eddie. And then we met all the, the leaders, Katie and Sarah and Kathleen, Stefano and John. That'd be going out on, on Wednesday night. Um, yeah, so Cross Race, it's, it's called Cross as well and it, it is just a crossroads outside Mulla in, in, in County Cavan. Uh, and uh, I'm not saying it's the middle of nowhere, but, but you know, it's, it's near the middle of nowhere. Uh, and it's the Cross Hall, that's what it's called, the Cross Hall. And they've set up uh, the Operation Transformation Studio there for eight weeks. Um, and that's where we were all day Saturday. Uh, and then drove back and dodged the potholes on the way back. And there were a few. There, were, there was there was more than a few, actually. Um, and you're driving very carefully, very slowly. It was a dark night, bit of rain. And you're going, ooh, there's a pothole. Ooh, there's a pothole. Um, anyway, that's going out Wednesday night, um, uh, 9.35. And Catherine will be there to tell you the full story because she'll be doing the voiceover. Um, now, uh, Sean Murray has been on. I, I love this, Sean. Thank you so much for this email. He says, thanks for the askew giggle. So... We suggested the other day that you go in and you put askew, A-S-K-E-W, into, into Google and it'll give you a giggle. And he says, I did as you suggested and Googled askew and I had a good giggle on Google. Uh, I had an idea, says Sean. What about having a giggle piece every day to brighten things up? You could ask your listeners to submit their giggles and get them involved. It should be short. This is Sean now producing the show. Thanks, Sean. It should be short, simple and as clever as askew was. Uh, a number of years ago, Terry Wogan had a spot, uh, the deliberate error piece, which was very successful, which arose from an actual error as opposed to an, a, a deliberate error. Uh, keep up the good work, says Sean Murray. You keep up the good work, Sean. Keeps the suggestions coming in. Uh, so th- there's an idea. Giggle a day. So what have you got to offer today? Now, it, it can be something you saw um, on social media or online or it could be a joke it could be something that happened to you but as Sean says it should be short, simple and clever and visual ones don't work because you may have noticed we're on the radio and we can't show pictures so when I said it in the office upstairs I said you know, anybody got a giggle for today and this is a brilliant thing page 20 and 21 of the Daily Mail where they have people who look like cats or maybe it's cats who look like people it started last week when somebody posted a picture of a cat that looked like Freddie Mercury uh, and now they've ones there, full two-page spread. Uh, one that looks like Clint Eastwood. Another one that looks like Charlie Chaplin. There's more there. And they got a giggle out of that, but it's not going to work for radio, is it? So, Sean Murray, it's Sean, it's, it's Sean that's asking for this. Now, not, for, not, not me, but it's a brilliant idea. Uh, you could ask your listeners to submit their giggles and get them involved. Uh, the problem, Sean, about saying you're going to do something every day is you put yourself under a lot of pressure. And sometimes what happens, you get, get off to a good start and then the quality dips. But you've said you're going to do it every day, so you're tied into it. Um, so we'll see how it goes anyway. Um, but thanks for that, Sean. That came into ray at rte.ie. 51551 um, or that email address. I see the managers of the Alt Bar, or could be the Alt Bar in Calais up in Donegal, have uh, a COVID swear jar. You, you know exactly what it is now, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So whenever anybody mentions the word COVID in the Alt Bar or the Alt Bar in Calais, uh, they have to put two euro into a jar. Uh, and they've raised 100 euro so far, 50 mentions. See, I did the maths on that. Um, and that's only after being introduced on Friday night by Christopher Moore and Conor McDevitt, who are the managers stroke owners of the Alt Bar. And they've donated the 100 euro to the Donegal Hospice. 
That's a great idea. That's a brilliant idea. Uh, still in the hospitality industry. I love this. It's an annual thing, but the Travel Lodge tr- chain uh, in the UK, the 582 hotels, they do a chart every year. Well, not really a chart, but a, a summary of all the things that have been left behind by their guests. The thing. Yeah. Uh, and, I, you know, there'll be underwear, definitely. Definitely there'll be underwear and there'll be probably hair dryers and toothbrushes and toothpaste and all that. That's boring stuff. Um, but so the, the interesting stuff that were left in travel lodges in the year 2021 there was a suitcase of rock was found at the firm's South Promenade venue in Black Rock or even sorry Blackpool as opposed to Black Rock a dress made out of postcards was left in their Bournemouth hotel uh, and housekeepers at the Rill Seafront Hotel in North Wales discovered a huge inflatable unicorn pool float on the bed of room 13 well that was probably for the, the pool for the children that yeah a Pomsky dog, I don't know either, called Beyonce, was left behind at Manchester Central Travel Lodge. And the owner of a miniature horse called Red Rum was said to be beside herself when she got home and realised that she had forgotten her horse box at the Cockermouth, or even Cockermouth, hotel car park. And then there's a list of other things as well. Uh, a smart robot dog, first edition of Watership Down, um, a GTV8 Bentley convertible left at a travel lodge, a wedding proposal message in a bottle, an ice cream cart, a telescope, uh, and a birth chart and tarot reading, all left. Uh, that's, uh, I love that one. Uh, 51551 Ray at uh, We've an amazing young man for you to meet today. His name is DJ Grimes and he's from Bruff um, in County Limerick. And uh, he's a great story to tell. And he's here uh, with his mum, Caroline, that came up on the train uh, to be with us today. And we'll be talking to him in about 20 minutes' time. And also, um, vinyl. The resurgence of vinyl. I can't talk after working all day Saturday. Uh, The resurgence of vinyl. 407,000 records. Old-fashioned black vinyl records were sold in this country last year. And we're going to be talking about that uh, as well. But first, reeling in the... Yes, Uh, we've covered together bits of songs, news reports, TV shows and movies and we're looking for two people to come on and answer three questions each on what they hear in their ears. You see it's reeling in the ears. Little twist, uh, for a short clip you get two points, a long clip is a little bit easier so you get one point for that. And whoever gets the most points gets a prize. And this week, great prize from uh, the very nice people in the Wilder Townhouse in Dublin City Centre. Uh, You can stay there for luxurious breaks with friends and family. Our prize includes overnight accommodation for two people, cocktails from their gin bar and a full home-cooked breakfast. It's one of Dublin's finest residence-only townhouses, nestled in beautifully manicured gardens, close to the famous Ivy Gardens, just off Harcourt Street, uh, near St. Stephen's Green. This Victorian townhouse, steeped in history and lovingly restored, offers a luxurious experience for every guest coming through its welcoming doors. The Wilder Townhouse. Uh, now, two people after four o'clock, but first you must answer our qualifying question, which is this. A Netflix Western starring Benedict Cumberbatch won Best Picture at the Golden Globes last night. Is it called The Power of the Dog or The Power of the Cat? Okay. The Power of the Dog, The Power of the Cat uh, it won the Golden Globe for Best Picture last night. Uh, 0818 715 925. 0818-715-925 Good luck with that And uh, we could be talking to you After 4 o'clock today Yes 5155 on 5 on 5 on has been on She says I don't think I live in the middle of nowhere I live one mile from Cross Chapel And Jonathan Swift Came to visit Quilka uh, Q-U-I-L-C-A My home near Cross He rode a horse from Dublin to Quilka, which was a two-day journey. He came to visit Thomas Sheridan, uh, who lived at Quilka, and to complete writing Gulliver's Travels. Apparently, he didn't think it was the middle of nowhere, says uh, Isha. Yeah, um, seemingly, uh, he was friends with Thomas Sheridan. Not seemingly, but he was. Uh, And uh, he had a room permanently reserved for Jonathan Swift in his deanery. Uh, He was his principal collaborator and wrote his biography, uh, Swift often stayed at Sheridan's County House in County Cavan and wrote part of Gulliver's Travels there. Uh, on the much debated question of whether Swift was secretly married, oh, that's another, that's another thing there. So, so that, yeah, Ida, you're right. Uh, you're on the map. Uh, I, I didn't say it in any derogatory way. I was just joking. Uh, what a tune says Phil. Haircut 100. Yes, and name suggestion for old records and LPs. Vinyl resting place. 
Happy 2022, says Reg. Uh, can you spell that word askew? Yes, I can. A-S-K-E-W. So put that into Google and it'll give you a giggle. And uh, Ray Apomsky is a cross between a Husky and a Pomeranian. Aha, Pomsky. Thank you very much for that. Now, quick commercial break. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Email ray at rte.ie. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. And now the crackle, the needle, the lovely warm sound. The perks of vinyl records are getting more and more popular. In fact, uh, as I was saying, sales of vinyl records increased by nearly 40% in Ireland last year. Uh, The Sunday Times reported yesterday that 407,000 vinyl records were purchased here in 2021. Zach Stevenson is a duty manager at Tower Records on Dawson Street and he's on the line now to explain the resurgence in the popularity of the old black plastic thing. How are you doing, Zach? Good, thanks. Good, Ray. Thanks for having me. Yeah. What, What age are you? Uh, 27. Okay. So I, uh, I missed the first wave. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how did you get into the second wave, tell us? Well, personally for me, it was uh, kind of finding my, my family's old records, really. You know, uh, my, my dad actually died when I was quite young, so it was quite nice to actually go through his records ah. and kind of connect with him in that kind of way. And uh, eventually led to the point where I was listening to just old ABBA or uh, sort of Irish traditional music that he that he had lying around, and eventually I kind of grew to like the sound of it and kind of experimented with buying new records, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that that was about nearly ten years ago, I'd say, and I've been kind of obsessed. Well, obsessed ever since, really. Yeah. So, so this thing about the warmth of the sound and it sounds different mm. and the crackle and all that is that myth or is it real? It it, it can be real. If, <laughs> put it to put it to put it bluntly. Um, if you if let's say you have a really well kept record and a good sound system, that sound is an uncompressed sound. Yeah. Uh, whereas, like when you're listening on something on Spotify or MP3, it's generally compressed. You can get good quality digital files, but they're just very large in their size. So a record is just a physical thing. It's uncompressed sound. Sometimes you would get a record that, you know, is a, is a bad remaster or something, a, a new version. But if you kind of track down like a, a good quality copy from like the 60s or 70s, the sound is, is unmatched if it's, if it's in good nick, you know, with a good system. And you said something so there, there which is important, the physicality of it. I remember, and I, I was there for the first round of it, mm-hmm. uh, Zach, go, but going up to Dublin on the train uh, and getting yeah. a, a bag full of vinyl and just that, yeah. the weight of that bringing it home and that lovely experience of taking the fresh vinyl out and placing it on the deck and putting the needle down and just, you know, it's just lovely, just lovely experience. Mm-hmm. What what you say is interesting, though, which is never thought about. How do people remember what they used to listen to now if they're listening to things on streaming services? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's kind of. I mean, if uh, like take it from a personal thing, I I've been listening to streaming music since as soon as Spotify was available. I was kind of waiting for it to become available, in Ireland. I knew about it for years before it was a thing, and then got so into it, listening to all sorts of music. You can listen to everything from. All of time, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, nearly nearly every song is on there. Every certainly every major label song ever released is is on there, pretty much. Um, and um, you t- after a while, you can kind of lose track. Like if you were to ask me what you know, all the music that I listened to in 2015, I couldn't tell you because I'm two taps away. You know, one tap from Miles Davis, another tap from I don't know Dua Lipa or something. Completely across. So yeah. I started buying kind of records of stuff that I really, really liked as a kind of way, almost of, of well, first of all, some sometimes the sound quality is just so much better on the record. Some maybe more hip hop or modern stuff sometimes can have an issue with the conversion. Sometimes not though. It, it really depends. Um, each one to each, like each record to record that's made. But uh, yeah, it's it's a handy way of kind of keeping them in your in your mind in your life. It's, yeah, because exactly. you're the first person you. you're the first person I've ever heard articulate that. Because I thought I was a bit weird because I used to plan when I was playing a lot more music. I used to plan it by sight because I'd have all the mm. you know the CDs in front of me and the vinyl. And I'd go by sight, you know, so and I'd know yeah. what something it looked like when I was looking for it. Yeah. And so you're the anyway, there you go. So thanks for uh, making me feel that I'm not uh, um, unique <laughs> on that on that one. So who's who's buying who's buying uh, vinyl? I mean, it really it ranges from, um, you know, the normal crowd would be sort of 
in a way, it, it was normally middle-aged men. Like I've been working in, in Tower <laughs> Records for a few years now, and it, and that's kind of the the bread and butter. That was the bread and butter, let's say. But really, nowadays, it's it's really anybody. You know, uh, boys, girls, young, old. Like I've I've seen sometimes kids as young as eight coming in with their parents, and they're not necessarily buying what's on the charts. They might be buying something kind of old. You know, like uh, you know Stevie Wonder or you know any yeah. uh, something that they shouldn't necessarily discover you, you know it shouldn't it wouldn't be like they're talking about this in school I, am, I imagine you know it's, they're probably finding it somewhere well, online Stevie Wonder for example Happy Feet I Wish yeah. is, is on Happy oh, Feet yeah. or whatever one of those Stevie Wonder hits is on it I'm just looking at the top five and we'll go through it and maybe you might comment yeah. on, on each one so at number five it's uh, Abba's Greatest Hits Gold is at number five yeah so no surprise there, really. They're perennials. There's two they? types of people in the world, Ray. There are people who <laughs> love ABBA and there are people who are in denial. <laughs> right, OK. Right. Great, that's at number five. At number four. They're ridiculously cool, Harry Styles. And fine line. That's number four. So, so middle-aged men aren't buying that, Zach? No, no. Uh, I mean, Harry Styles has a grasp on uh, a huge percentage of the world that are obsessed with him. My girlfriend being one of them. <laughs> he's just, he's just a lovely chap, isn't he? Yeah. He's got decent pipes and decent songs. They're yeah. not, you know, they, he he tries something. You know, he tries. He doesn't do what necessarily are the, the trends even though he's kind of trendy do you know what I mean mm. some of his songs can sound a bit old or a bit yeah. at times classic rock or something and know, the so. cover to that is 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 the thing, it's nearly an art piece isn't it it's an amazing photograph of him with the very yeah. wide flares and does the cover matter in any way do you think I, I think so definitely yeah I mean the cover is the like is, is supposed to sort of what's the word be and another part of the experience, you know, and and you, it's kind of been lost on digital because it's so small. And in some covers, you see you see them on digital, you recognise the shapes and the colours, but when you actually see the actual record in front of you, you actually can tell what the photo is yeah, of. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. In some instances, you can see details you would never have seen on your phone. So he's at number four. At number three, I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Queen's Greatest Hits, so many brilliant songs, Zach. Yeah, oh, lots, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, everybody likes Queen, really. Everyone has a Queen song they like. I'm not the biggest fan of their back catalogue albums, but I do love another, another One Bites the Dust is, yes. in my opinion, one of the best songs of all time. It, it's so brilliant. It's just so brilliant. Yeah, and That's yeah. my favourite Queen song, as it happens. We should go for a pint sometime when that's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it, yeah. yeah. At number two... Uh, yeah. So we're going through the top-selling vinyl records from last year. Adele, 30, at number two. Mm. That voice don't lie. Yeah. And there was such a hype around the release of it. Mm. It was always going to be a big seller. Yeah, always. Yeah. Uh, so number one, and uh, the cover of this is iconic um, and it grabs you in. Uh, you'd be curious to listen to the record that's inside um, at number one from 1977 do the maths on that I think it's 45 years ago or something about that Fleetwood Mac Dreams not Dreams but Rumours so, so that's the middle aged man and the TikTok generation it's just perfect white people music is what it is. Like, it's just perfect. You know, white, white people music is, is always generally a pastiche of something else, you know. <laughs> but that's just the, the cream of the crop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was in Lidl and Tullamore's somebody. They have a selection of 12-inch albums, Fleetwood Mac, The Doors, Best of the 60s and others in Lidl. Well, yeah, wow. 
Uh, well, uh, I don't think the legal staff, no offence to the legal staff, they won't give you the same care and service that, <laughs> that I would give you. <laughs> anyway, I don't think if you go in with any problems with the records, they're, yeah, they're yeah. going to be very... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm 48 and I remember getting the bus from Bumrati to Limerick to get the train to Dublin to go to Freebird Records and Comet Records to buy Psychobilly uh, music. Mm. It was early in the mid to mid-80s, paying 9.99 for imported vinyl. Since the lockdown, I've bought over 100 Blue Note records and I live, sorry, and I live probably love every one of them uh, long live the vinyl says that person uh, is, is it going to is, is it going to plateau or is it just going to grow and grow I mean people have been saying it's a, it's a fad and a trend for 10 years and nobody has set up as enough new record pressing plants because they keep saying it's a fad yes here we are every year keeps I, I I don't see I I sort of see it as as a thing alongside the streaming of music is like you have your free streaming of music and then you buy a record that you that is special to you and yeah. you keep that and you give it to your grandkids or whatever you pass it on you know uh, yeah and you, and, and you, and you buy the gift of vinyl for the music lover in your life as well I suppose yeah yeah exactly yeah okay uh, Zach Stevenson um, from Tower Records thanks for sharing your love of vinyl with us today mind yourself Zach. No worries. Thanks, Ray. Take it easy. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Text 51551. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Uh, now, uh, we're looking for people to take part in our quiz. Do I have the number here anywhere? That's the question. Uh, 0818. I've, I've misplaced it. I'll tell you, I'll get to that in, in a moment. But first, I want you to meet uh, DJ Grimes from Rough and County Limerick. DJ is 11. How are you doing, DJ? Good. Thanks so much for coming up from Bruff and his mum, Caroline, is with him as well. How are you doing, Caroline? Good. Uh, so, the train journey, how was that, DJ? It was good. Yeah, yeah. Do you like trains? Yes. Yeah. Love them or just like them? Both. Both, OK. <laughs> <laughs> what school are you in? Scolding Cousin. Right, and your teacher is? Miss Patton. Right. Uh, now, you're, you're a bit of a superhero and your mum is going to tell us why you're a bit of a superhero. We do that. Yes. Yes. Okay, Caroline. So tell us, tell us about DJ here. Um, so DJ was born with extra fingers and toes. He was born with an extra finger on his left hand, but it had no bones, so they tied it off. And he was born with six toes on both feet, with two fused right. and one curled. Um, he got the sixth toe removed in October two thousand eleven, and he had. Uh, one of the fused toes removed, the bone removed in 2016 and he's due to get more surgery for the third toe is curled so he has to get mm-hmm. reconstruction. Smiling through all of it DJ. Yes I am. Yes you are. Because <laughs> you're a superhero yeah. yeah. Um, he has asthma and he's epilepsy obesity um, he had a moderate developmental delay going to school global developmental delay but he has come on loads yeah. with the help of his SNA and his teachers. And I was chatting to you outside and uh, the, the important questions are things like, you know, who's going to win a fight, Superman or Batman? Batman. Right, OK. Well, my wife Jenny would say Superman every time. Yeah. Because mm. Batman has no superpowers. You know, has he? No. Yeah, we see. There you go. Where Superman does. Um, now this this brings us on. So you're learning Braille. Yes, I am. Is it difficult? No. No, you're flying at it, are you? Yes, I am. And why are you learning Braille? Uh, before I go blind. Right. And when are you going to go blind? Uh, in a few years. Okay. Right. How do you feel about that, DJ? Uh, a bit nervous. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. But your mum loves you. Yes, and you she have a does. And you've a lot of people around you who love you. Yes, I do. They're going to be there for you. Yes, yeah. Tell us about your little sister. Uh, my little sister Pippa. She's six years old, and she loves our entire family. Yes, and how do you get on with little Pippa? Uh, good. Yeah. Yes. Do you annoy each other sometimes, perhaps? Uh, yes. <laughs> the odd time, yeah. <laughs> but all brothers and sisters know each other. That's that's part of being a brother and being a sister, isn't yes. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, who came up with the bucket list? Hmm. Uh, my mom t- thought of it. Did she? Yeah. Did you? You thought of it, Caroline? Did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, tell us about it then. Um, so he was up on the 22nd November to Temple Street and we got the news that it was deteriorating quicker than they had known. And obviously he explained about the braille and they were like, you'll need it in the next few years. Kind of giving him the heads up. So we left it a week because I knew it was upsetting him. And the school actually contacted me saying that he was nervous about appointments and everything. So while Pippa was in gymnastics, we sat in the car and we had a little cry and a little conversation about everything. And I just said, do you want to do a bucket list? And what would you like to put on it? So he had four things. So what were the four things? Uh, Meet Donico, Calhead, Karate, Golfing. Golfing. Yeah. Um, What do you want to be when you grow up? Fireman. Right. Now, I know you've done a few of them already. Well, more than a few, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yes, you've you've met a fireman and... Uh, yes. Yeah. Were you in the fire engine? Uh, yes. Yeah. What was that like? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it is cool, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is. And did they drive you around or just was a station? Was it stay in one position? Stayed in one position. Yeah, yeah. And what were the firemen like? Good. Yeah, good lads. Yeah. Yes. Who's your teacher, did you say? Miss Patton. Miss Patton, sorry, I should pay attention, pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at your book list now, it's, it's expanded, hasn't it? Oh, it's expanded. Yeah. The amount of people that are writing in and texting us and messaging us, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. And I know that, uh, DJ, you are your mum's hero. Uh, yes, I am. Yes, you are. Uh, and, we and have a tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> give us a look at that tattoo. Not all heroes wear capes. Ah, yeah. He was with me when uh, the... Tattoo artist did it to make yes. it more special, weren't you? Yes. Yes, and the superhero in your mum's life who doesn't wear a cape is? Me. Yes, it is you. It is you, yeah. Um, so, I'm just looking. It's a long old list, isn't it? It's a l- so, you put it up on Facebook and yeah. people are making all these suggestions. So, I put up my own Facebook page just for my own friends to like give a comment because we were thinking, if yes. you close your eyes and you couldn't see anymore what would be the one simple thing you'd want it wasn't meant to be a massive yeah, bucket yeah. list <laughs> and and then somebody saw it and then they p- put it on and then they and then they gave it to the entire people did they yeah so that's why everybody is t- so my mom's phone is going beep 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 <laughs> yeah, all the time yes yeah so everyone wants to make suggestions that's the things you should do yes before you go blind yeah yeah because and that's Caroline people are t- imagining because it's a big yeah. thing isn't it They're like a lot of people know him but I don't think they knew what Dex into it they didn't know what was going on like because obviously to look at him you wouldn't think his medical file would go with him because he's so outgoing and everything he takes everything in his stride yeah. but yeah there's some amount of people that are like the amount of people that have tried to donate money and I'm like no we don't want we kind of want to do the simple things life yeah, yeah. so yeah. I hope you're taking you know the, 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 you're remembering all these things Yes, I am. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Um, I, I'm, I'm just... Will I read out some of them? Yes. I'll read out some of them, yeah. Um, so, radio interview. Yes. Done. <laughs> We're doing it right now. Yeah, right now. <laughs> yes. Hey, take that Woo! off the bucket list. Yes. Ka-ching. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, visit a Greyhound track. Nah, yeah. Lego land. Mm, we have to do that. Uh, nature walk. That's easy enough to do, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, ride on a tractor. Done. Done. When did you do that? Uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Was it part of one of those Christmas tractor runs? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Were, there, were there lights on it? Yes. Yes. I'd, I'd say that was fun. Yes, it was. Yes. So, so you, you're, you're learning Braille. Yes, I am. So you'll be able to read books. Yes. Yeah. And you, you, as well as reading books, you want to do something else. You want to... Make my own book. Brilliant. In Braille. Yes. Yeah. And are you reading a lot at the moment? Yes, uh, Who's your favourite author? David Williams. Aha. And which is your favourite David Williams book? Gangster Granny. Yes. Well, just I just happen to have it here. You know there's a Gangster Granny Strikes Again? Yes, I uh, do. That's for you. That's uh, for you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And and th- he's brilliant, isn't he? Yes, I am. What, what, <laughs> no, is. and he is, and you are, yeah. What do you think so brilliant about him? It's just, there, there's bold, a lot of bold yes. people in his books. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, do you know what I was thinking? Wouldn't it be great what? if you could get advice from your favourite author? Oh, yes. Because if you're going to write a book, you'll need, you know, because you haven't done it before. Wouldn't it be nice to get advice from somebody yes. like, say... Somebody... Like David that, Williams? Yes. 
Yeah, say hello, David, and see what happens. Hi, David. Good afternoon, DJ. <laughs> that's that's David Williams. <laughs> you, uh, he's, hello. He's he's a bit dumbstruck here, he's David. Right. Uh, he's gone red, and he can't quite believe that it's you at the end of the line. So you have to prove that it is actually you, if you don't mind. Um, I hate Simon Cowell. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, okay? It can only be me. Only <laughs> well, well, listen, David. Thanks so much for calling in today. Sorry. And you've heard that DJ wants to write in Braille. You're his favourite author, and he just wants a little bit of advice on how to become a writer. Ah, well, I think the the trick is to write the story that you would like to read. So, DJ, if you like funny stories, you like my books, so maybe you like funny stories, you know, write write a funny story. If you want to read a scare, if you'd like to read scary stories, write a scary story. Mm. And just write to please yourself, really. And the chances are, if you write a story that you really love, that other people are going to love it, too. Um... And, uh, and and the other thing is just be as original as you possibly can. And remember, the only limits to a good story are your own imagination because it's all going to come out of your head. So if you want your characters to fly into outer space or meet dinosaurs or have an underwater adventure or whatever, if you can dream it, you can write it down and you can turn it into a story. So, you know, just, just let your imagination run riot and have fun with it as well. Isn't that, um, that's isn't, important. Isn't that brilliant? But, yes. But it's wonderful what you're doing. I think it's absolutely wonderful what you're doing, DJ. And it's going to, you know, you might want to write about your condition too. That might help other kids going through the same thing. Um, but whatever, you should just write what you would love to read. You know, what's the, what would be DJ's favourite book in the world? And, and that's your chance to write it. Yeah. Hmm. And you can do an audio version of your book, DJ. Yes. Yeah. Do you enjoy doing audio versions of your books, David? I do enjoy them, yeah. I really enjoy them. And I'm going to make sure I'm going to send DJ some some, uh, some of my audio collection as well, if you don't have it, and, uh, and some signed books too. But, um, yeah, audio books are brilliant for all kinds of people. I mean, the long, boring car journeys, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> long walks or whatever, you know. Um, it's really, they're a really fantastic way to bring stories to life and it'd be fun if you could also record your own one do you like doing funny voices and things like that DJ uh huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah well maybe you could maybe you can do some funny some funny voices as well when yeah. you read the story so yeah. think about your characters and think about what they sound like yeah. um and and yeah the best thing is just it's just to have fun as possible it shouldn't feel like work it should feel like fun because I have one of the most fun jobs in the world, you know, thinking up stories. Yes. And so if that's one thing I can pass on to you is enjoy it. You know, it shouldn't feel like boring schoolwork. It should be something you do just for the sheer fun of it. Thanks. Can you, can you believe that's David Williams? Yes. <laughs> have you anything to say to him, DJ? I know uh, we've caught you by surprise here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love your books. And... Thank you. And I watch you on... And I watch you on um, Fringe Got Talent. Thank you. Normally people say, oh, I've seen you on The X Factor. <laughs> and I think, no, you're, you're getting me confused um, with Cheryl. But um, <laughs> that's nice. I, I'm glad you like Fringe Got Talent. In fact, we're starting filming again on Sunday. Oh. For that. So there'll be a new series on in a, in a few months, all being good. Yeah. Um, but I want to find out about how you're, gonna, how you're getting on with your story. And I want to be, can you promise me I'm going to be the first person in the world to read this story? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Can I, well, maybe your mum, maybe I would love to read it. And if I get over to Ireland soon, because I was, I was meant to come on, I was meant to go to Dublin in uh, in December to do the toy show, but um, I got COVID on the day, oh. so yeah. I couldn't come over. So I was really, really gutted. But next time I'm over, I'll make sure we can meet up as well and I can give you some, some tips in person as well. Yes. And maybe by then you may have written your story, so that would be fantastic. Uh, David, thank you. 
say thanks to yeah thank you Ray thank you for putting us in touch yeah, and, yeah. and making all this happen because it's, it's wonderful and I think you know DJ's story is, is going to touch a lot of people and also it's a wonderful thing you know when life has you know delivered you something really tough that you you, you, you know you make the best of it yeah. and you turn what could be a, a negative into a positive yeah. and you know being 11 yeah. and writing your own story couldn't, I, you know I think that's absolutely marvellous what you're doing and, I, and I'm really really happy for you and I'm really proud of you and I'm sure everyone listening feels the same and there's a date you yes. and David Williams the next time he's in Ireland you're going yes. to hook up and he's going to be the first person after your mum to read your book and he's going to give you a review and it's going to be brilliant yes uh, David Williams thank you so yeah. much Thanks mind so yourself much. thank you thank you Ray thank you everybody Bye. and good luck DJ take care now. thanks bye bye wow <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yes. You you do have a sort of a superhero power of getting things done. That's, you know, and once you say things, once you put them on the book list, they tend to happen. I'm just, I know you were on the train today, yes. right? Uh, and, and you're a big fan of trains. Yes, I am. So we got on to the boss man. He he doesn't own Inrodairn, but he's the man, you know, who talks for Inrodairn. Uh, and we said, what can yes. you do for DJ? You know, can you do anything for him? He's a big fan. He'd, he'd love to drive a train. And he, he sent us this voice note. Hi DJ, this is Barry Kenny from Erin Air, and we hope you enjoyed your train journey up to Dublin today. Now we know on your bucket list one of the things you want to do is to drive the train. So we've arranged for you uh, to go to our special driving simulator which our drivers use when they're learning uh, how to drive uh, so that you can experience for yourself what it's like to drive our trains. We're looking forward to it and we look forward to seeing you soon. Woo! Woo. <laughs> That's like the best computer game in the world. Yes it is. Yeah. Because you're there and it's like driving a real train. Yes, it but is. You, but you can't crash. And you can, oh. Yeah, you can just do whatever you like. And you can go, you know, Limerick to Dublin, Limerick yes. to Belfast, whatever, wherever you want to go. Like Limerick to Dublin. Yeah. Dublin to Donegal. That's wherever you want to go. Wherever you want to go. That's brilliant. And I know you mentioned the big man from Ireland's Fittest Family. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. He's your favourite coach from Ireland's Fittest Family. Yes, yes, he is. What is it about him? Um, He used to be a rugby player. He was. He played for Munster and you're a Munster fan. Yes. And he played for Ireland. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's, he's a funny guy. Yes, he is. So we got on to him and uh, let's see what he has to say to you. Hi DJ, it's Donico Callan here. I hope you're keeping well. I'm really looking forward to us catching up in person really soon. Let's hope it's sooner rather than later. Okay, mind yourself and we'll chat soon. Bye. Right. Yeah. So we'll see what we can do there. Uh, and the zoo. Yes. What are your favourite animals in the zoo? I, lo I love the lions. Do you? Yes. Right. You love the lions. So we put a call into Dublin Zoo because we had the boss man here recently. And we said, DJ's here. He has a bucket list and he's a big fan of the big cats. Yes. What can you do for him? DJ, my name is Julie Bavins and I'm a zookeeper here at Dublin Zoo. I look after our four Asiatic lions and I believe you are very fond of lions. So I'd love it if you could come in to us and tick that off your bucket list and we'll have a great chat about the lions and you can meet the four of them. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you've a, date, you've a date with a, a simulator, David yes. Williams, four lions. Yes. And Donegal Callan said he'd like to see you sooner rather than later. I wonder what, the, what does that mean? I have no clue. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if you could you know, do some magic spell or something and see if you can make him appear. I or, don't do magic. Do you don't do magic, <laughs> right. You just, you're just a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. We manifest, don't we? You yes, manifest. We okay, well, we, will you manifest? Let's see, let's see if we can manifest. So if we all think, yes. Caroline, Mum, yeah. DJ, yes. if we all think about Donegal Callaghan, let's yes. see if we can manifest him, okay? Manifest in Donegal Callaghan, manifest in Donegal Callaghan, manifest in Donegal Callaghan. Man oh, I'm there! How are you, Caroline? How are you? Good. <laughs> Lovely to see you. Sit down there, Donald yes, Callum. Yes, of course. <laughs> Hi, DJ. <laughs> How are you? Good. I'm <laughs> delighted to meet you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm honoured to be on your bucket list. Yes. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to spending a bit of time with you and having the fun. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a huge fan of yours, Dominica. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I had been chatting to his mom, Caroline, so we'd been chatting a fair bit, yeah, and yeah. I was aware of. Um, what Caroline's doing with uh, DJ's brilliant bucket list but it's hard to pass David Williams (laughs) (laughs) isn't it wow incredible well you're here in the flesh you're here in the flesh who's that Dunica Dunica I'm here and I'm not taking away from David Williams in any way shape or form because he was brilliant uh, but he's more dumbstruck seeing you Dunica than he was yeah exactly DJ I'm recruiting for Ireland's fittest family we're looking for a few good contestants for next year I could definitely do with a hand with a bit of coaching as well so you could yes. be someone that I could lean on a bit <laughs> yeah yeah yes. be up for that <laughs> yeah so a day out that's a good thing isn't it oh yeah it'd be great oh, to see a day out on Ireland's with his family because all the cameras and everything that goes on it's a really exciting thing to do I know yeah so will you do that? Yes. Yeah, great, great. Did yeah, you? I've also got you some gear from Ireland's Fittest Family. To be honest, it was a bit small on me anyway. It was Davy Fitz's <laughs> size, so it'll fit better on you. So, and I have some Munster gear in there as well for you, because I know you're a Monster fan and that you were at the game on Saturday night, which was a great win. So um yes, delighted. It was. Yeah. yeah, it was. Did you enjoy it? Yes, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Munster beat Ulster. Yes. Yay, go on, yes. Munster. Go on, yeah. Munster. Yeah. He, he's such a strong, brave young man. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. And I think, um, especially this time of the year, Ray, we can all kind of look and make excuses and look and feel sorry for ourselves. But just hearing what you're doing, DJ, and just being uh, so proactive and making things go your way, you're an inspiration. And your incredible mom is uh, someone you should be so, so proud of. Just um, how much she looks out and wants everything to be incredible for you. You should yeah. be uh, so proud. And I know she is a view and she wants incredible things for you. So we're all here and we uh, want you to um, have an incredible time and we're looking forward to getting to know you and having great fun. Yes. Yeah. Your mum is like your sidekick or is it the other way around? Okay. Yeah, what am you, I? Yeah, yeah. Is your mum your sidekick? She's the best mum. Yes. <laughs> you, you said outside she's your mummager. Yeah. yeah, she's your mummager. She, yeah. yeah, I don't give hate for it. <laughs> so you've a little. Well, have you another little yes, announcement? Yes, I do. Because yeah. Ray's been going through the bucket list, um, and I know one of the things on the bucket list was to take a tour of a cockpit and spend a day in London. Yes. So the brilliant team in Aer Lingus, they're going to look after you, DJ, and your family. So they're going to bring you on a return flight to London, you and the family, and you can go out to Dublin or Shannon, wherever you want, and they'll make sure you see the cockpit and have the best of times doing it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there's, there's a little, it's, all, it's a little bit too much for me, so it must be too much for you, DJ. I'm, I'm a little bit overcome here. But, uh, now yeah. that you're friends with David Williams, you can call in and see how he's going. <laughs> So, what do you think of all this, DJ? Great. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sort of cool, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Would you give it a... What do you... Do you give it a thumbs up or what do you... Yes, I give it a thumbs up. And, Ray, yeah. I have a little bit of something for you. What? Are you, what? My Uncle Seamus, he's a big fan of yours. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> we so all are, DJ. We all are. I can surprise Thanks so much for that. What's his name? Uh, Seamus O'Connor. All right. Uh, will I say hello to him? You, because you've you've to say hello to a number of people before we go. Who you oh, say hello yes. to? Oh yes. Yeah. Um, I would like to say t- to say thank you to my dad, my sister, my grandparents, my uncles and aunties, my cousins, and to all my friends, my teacher Liz Kennedy. Um, and Niall Barrett. They were your um, SNAs, yeah, yeah. Yep. And turn over there and say what you have to say to your mum. What do you want to say to your mum? Thank you. <laughs> love you. I love you too. Uh, well, DJ, we're, 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 you're always welcome here. Yes. Yeah, and, and thanks so much. And, and Caroline, good luck with everything. Oh, thanks, Willen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're, uh, it's been a real pleasure meeting you, DJ. Uh, yes. Uh, thanks so much for being yourself. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Donegal, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, hey, Ray, well done. Thanks well for done. everything. DJ, let's uh, run riot around the place for a while. We go bananas till they kick us out. <laughs> Tweet at Radio Ray RTE. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Yeah, well, we need a bit of a respite there from all that emotion. 
Sheeran, Shape of You on RT Radio 1. Uh, love DJ, what a personality, says Tony Mullingar. Uh, he has made my day, his positivity. Yes, DJ is a credit to his mum, Caroline. Um, and my name is Marco Dunhu. I go tandem cycling with visually impaired cyclists. If DJ would like to go cycling, I would love to help out. And uh, DJ really lifted my spirits today. I would love to be able to help out in some way. Uh, well, if you go to DJ's Bucket List, it's there on Facebook, DJ's Bucket List. And I know they're doing a fundraiser for uh, the NCBI, the National Council of Blind for the Blind in Ireland. Um, a very brave young boy with such a dedicated mother, uh, says that person. And what a lovely brave lad, working from home and in floods, says that person. And then somebody says, as George Hamilton would say, well, to paraphrase him, uh, a nation sheds a tear. That's Michael Duffy. Now, Anish Toshin, now the pre skeleton in Oak to let Cot to Wallish. Gurmaga Cot, thank you very much. 51551 ray at There's just something about DJ. <laughs> There's something about DJ. Just a lovely, warm individual. Um, and he knows he knows what's ahead of him and he's so brave and so positive with it all um, and before we spoke to DJ and his mum Caroline and David Williams and Donegal Cullen we were speaking to Zach about vinyl and Paul was on he says I recently replaced my old JVC stacking system with a cool new Bush system <laughs> Boys and Toys which has CD player record player FM radio and Bluetooth option what a joy it is revisiting my vinyl collection which includes two original Boomtown Rats LPs. Uh, the sound of vinyl in excellent, tinny, bassy, warm and live-esque. Bam for the soul. Uh, what a therapeutic joy. Vinyl rocks, says Paul. He likes, he likes his vinyl, does Paul H. Yes. Uh, there is, it's, it's, and maybe it's, it's, no, see, Zach's 27, so it's not for him, it's not connected with memories, but for a lot of us of a certain age, it is connected with memories. Like that Rumours album, I remember studying for my, was called the Intercert or the Intercourse as you say <laughs> the Intercourse um, I remember studying for the Intercert with that playing in the background and I knew it so well that it was it wasn't even you know it wasn't interfering with my studying so I know it inside out uh, all 46 uh, minutes and 47 seconds I think that's how long it lasts <laughs> I know shouldn't really know that okay Cypher reeling in the ears reeling in the ears Bits of songs, news reports, TV shows and movies. And we have two people lined up uh, waiting to answer three questions on three clips. And there is a prize for the person who gets the most points. And it's a lovely stay at the Wilder Townhouse in Dublin city centre. This is just a little bit different than our usual. Sounds brilliant. It includes overnight accommodation for two people, cocktails from their gin bar and a full home-cooked breakfast. Uh, the Wilder is one of Dublin's finest residence-only townhouses and it's nestled there up around the Ivy Gardens near St. Stephen's Green off Harcourt Street. It's a Victorian townhouse steeped in history and lovingly restored. Offers a luxurious experience for every guest coming through its welcoming doors. Um, and on the line we have Tony Scannell. How are you doing, Tony? Hello, Ray. How are you? Uh, how are things in Kinsale? Well, not a bad day today. A little bit grey. I was hoping for something a bit brighter, but I think the next couple of days are are optimistic. That's what they're saying. We're we're going to be experiencing high pressure for the yes, next few days. Looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are you up to today? Well, today now I'm doing a little bit of indoor work because the ground is very wet. But uh, once they once we get a bit of dry weather, I'll be out coppicing my hazel trees, which is done at this time of the year. You'll be what? Coppicing my hazel trees. Right. Now there, there, there's a few words I've never heard together before in a sentence. Go on, explain Indeed, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's an old traditional uh, technique, Ray, and uh, practised in the UK for hundreds of years and practised in Ireland less common, really. But it's a system whereby hazel trees in particular, now you can do it to willows as well, and willows are done, but the tree is cut back hard at this time of the year and it's, what it does is it puts up new straight shoots then in the spring and uh, if what it does is you can use the the wood that you take from the tree without killing the tree mm-hmm. and in fact you can extend the life of the tree there have been examples where trees would grow to maybe 400 years whereas left alone they might die after 100 years right and you're constantly renewing the tree and constantly taking wood from it right and what do you do with your coppiced hazel <laughs> 
Good question, yes. Well, I myself, I make hiking sticks from it and then I send them, most of it to West Cork and it's made, turn into greenwood furniture there. There's a lady there who makes greenwood chairs right. and uh, she makes this furniture, which is a very rustic looking furniture. So you leave the skin on the hazel, you leave the bark on it and it has a very rustic look and it's very attractive. All right. So, so chairs and hiking sticks. Who, who's, at, who's at home with you? Uh, my wife Regina's at home. Right. And, and uh, I have a daughter, but she's uh, she's in London now, so she, she won't be listening to this. Okay, but did you get this? Oh, she can say anything. No, uh, did you get? Did she get home over Christmas? <laughs> she did, Ray. We hadn't seen her for a year. So oh, that was, it was nice. Fantastic. Arrived home with her boyfriend, and uh, it was certainly lovely to see them both. Yeah. Yeah, great. Uh, now you're up against Frank Ahern, who's in Straffan in County Kildare. How are you doing, Frank? How are we doing, Ray? Well, good. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, nice to talk to you too. Uh, you have a good clatter of kids there. I'm looking. Uh, five of them, yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, you, you actually met one of them years ago, Ray, in Galway. How how, um, how so? You were doing a show in Galway and you invited them along. PJ Gallagher actually lifted them up. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He did a kind of, PJ was doing uh, weights at the time. And he lifted yeah, yeah, up I remember, front, yeah. I actually remember that, yeah. You remember that, yeah? Yeah, So five is deemed to be a big family these days, five children, isn't it? Ah, yeah, but you're right, it flies by, you don't know. Like the eldest is 23 and the youngest is 14, so it flies by, you know. Yeah, there's heaps of stairs. They're not rare, yet. Ah, well, some of them like to think they are. All right, okay. <laughs> well, I suppose you don't need the babysitter at this stage. Ah, no, that's great, that's correct, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. babysitting involved yeah. anymore, no. Yeah, and what, what, you, what do you do for a living, Frank? Well, I'm a builder, Ray, yeah, I'm a builder. So you're flat out then, are you? Uh, well, yeah, we're tipping away now. My son is working away with me. He's he's busier than I am now, thanks be to God. I'm I'm starting to take the back seat. But but if you're to believe what you read and what you hear, like it's impossible to get an, a builder these days. Uh, it's very it's getting very difficult, Ray. But I tell you what's even harder. It's it's very difficult to get good tradesmen and to get people to actually do the work. Yeah, it's very yeah. that's that's the problem. Apprenticeships need to come back. That kind well, of well they are. Up. I was listening to Simon Harris, who's the Minister for Higher Education, on the radio last week, and he is doing his damnedest to get uh, apprentices apprenticeships back and, and he, they've increased the number over the last couple of years Yeah, uh, I know it will come it will yeah. come it'll just take a bit of time like we with the Celtic Tiger and a lot of people leaving the country it, it, does, it doesn't happen overnight I remember back when the, the recession hit and it, it, it seemed like overnight construction just stopped Oh, it did. It was like a light switch. And I remember at the time we lost seventeen thousand listeners. And when they looked into the, you know, the demographic, it was seventeen thousand men between the ages of eighteen and thirty-four. Yeah, and yeah all, they all had it gone abroad. Yeah, whatever. all gone abroad just like that. Because we used to get texts from digger drivers and guys in cranes, and you know, all that, and they just had to leave the country because there was no work for them. Uh, okay, so it's uh, Frank plays Tony. Um, you know the deal by now. Uh, you have three questions. You can go for a short clip. It's a little bit more difficult, but it gets you two points. If you go for a long clip, you get one point, and whoever has the most points at the end uh, gets the prize. If it's uh, a draw, we go to a tiebreaker. Good luck, Tony. Good luck, Frank. Here we go. Good luck, Tony. And you, right? Okay, so the year is 2012, Tony, uh, and we're on the telly. So, do you want to go for a two-pointer or a one-pointer? I'll go for a one-pointer, the long one. Please. Okay, Nick Hewer, who used to be uh, on The Apprentice, took over as presenter of this long-running TV game show. And we want the name of the game show. And here is your long clip for one point. And our two brave contestants, as you and I know only too well, have gone head to head, battling it through to this grand final today. And uh, the winner, what's what's he going to benefit with? He's going to get a comprehensive range of Oxford dictionaries. Okay. So what's the programme? Ray, I haven't a clue. Not a clue. Not a clue. Not a clue on that one. You're not sitting in front of the telly then the afternoons <laughs> watching Channel 4. That's it, definitely not. Yes. It's, it's Countdown. Countdown. Yeah, so previously presented. But, say again? I have heard of it, yes. Yes, there you go. Okay, early days. Uh, Frank, uh, for you, yes. still 2012, we're still uh, on the telly. Do you go want to go? Go along f- as well, go along as well. Go along as well, go along as well. Okay. This major US soap from the 1980s actually made a bit of a comeback of sorts on Channel 5 in the UK and TNT in the US in 2012 with a reboot. We want the name of it, and here is your long clip for a point. John Ross had his reasons for going to Cliff, yeah, and if you I have to know, one, right? I gave him Cliff's private number. So if you want to blame anyone, blame me. 
For the life of me, I can't think of one sensible reason for our boy to go and seek favor from that bitter old bastard. So, you know... Who shot him? Yeah, there you go. Dallas is, yeah, who shot J.R.? One point there. Yes, you'll be kicking yourself if you didn't go for the, the short, will, as yeah. you say. Yeah. Okay, back to you, Tony. Second question is on music um, from 2012. How do you feel about that? I'll risk a short one here, eh? Okay. So, who is singing this song, or what is the name of the song, from a very big film from 2012? Um, and here is your short clip for two points. You may have my number, you can say my name. I'm going to be stuck here as well, Ray. Um, now, it's, it's, uh, there's a hint there, very big film from that year, song from a film, and the name of the song or the name of the singer will do me for two points. I have to pass on that <laughs> no no okay no. it's Adele Adele and Skyfall from the Bond movie of the same name okay so nothing there I'm just looking at it here Frank if you go for a two pointer and get it right uh, Tony can't catch you if you go for a one pointer then he can catch you but you still have that question in hand the final question so what do you, yeah, what go, do you, for the short one there, you go for the short one okay knock him out of the water right, finish it now is that what you're saying right okay oh, I don't know about that <laughs> uh, this song and the dance that went with it uh, were everywhere in 2012 can you name the act or the song and here is your short clip for two points Uh, the, what's it called Gangnam Style right? it is Gangnam Style it is yes it is it is you get two points Tony can't catch you Frank you're today's well, winner Frank. Tony sorry oh, about that uh, yeah they, they, they didn't suit you um, we're going to send you as Larry would have said yeah as Larry the late Larry would have said we're going to send you a couple of radars to show mugs thanks uh, indeed Ray. I'll have them in the workshop it'll be great great and good luck at the coppicing thank you so much great mind yourself see you bye bye uh, Frank that's it, Ray. You're yeah, making the long place. you're making the long trip from Straffan up to Dublin, but it sounds like uh, a, it sounds like a lovely place to stay. It'll the Wilder. It'll be lovely. It'll be grand. It'll be lovely night. It'll be evening. Yes. Time yeah, yeah. 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 How, how far is it from Limerick to Athlone, <laughs> Oh, sorry. You want to know that this is the tiebreaker? Sorry. Yes. Wait. 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 Like, wait, like get to that. I was wondering what you were doing there, asking me a question. I was going to say to you, I asked the questions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, according to Google Maps, how long would it take you to drive from Limerick City Centre to Athlone uh, in hours and minutes? What did you say? Two hours thirty-four. Two hours thirty-four. Lucky you didn't get to a tiebreaker because uh, it's one hour and thirty-nine minutes. And I was so hard. And and Tony, Tony, who's gone, said an hour and a half, so he would have been the winner. But anyway, you're today's winner. Well done, Frank. That's great. Ray. Mind I yourself. See it. you. Bye. Bye. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio One. Email Ray at RTE.ie. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio uh, One. Now I've been meaning to play this song for you for a long time because I have it on one of my playlists on Spotify when it comes up and I say I should play that for the people on the radio. So here it is, Julia Turner. Julia Turner, everything beautiful is burning on RT Radio 1. Our consumer champion, Connor Pope, is here every Monday. And if you want Connor's advice on any consumer issues, pricewatch at rte.ie. Good afternoon, Connor. Good afternoon to you, Ray. How are you getting on? Good. Um, you're not in an office, or are you back in the office? But I'm, I'm back, and there's a few people there. And every so often you'll hear this go, Yes! Yes! Uh, do you know what, what's happening when you hear that? I do, because I was that soldier on Saturday, because at around lunchtime, I, the, the email arrived with my COVID cert booster No, it wasn't that. That's one thing. That, yeah, that's one thing. The other thing is Wordle. So let's talk about both oh of those things. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, Wordle. I, thanks to uh, your uh, producer, Neve, I'm obsessed, as is my wife, obsessed with Wordle. Yeah. And now we have this kind of, I'm hoping, friendly competition as to who can get the word first each day between us um, and sometimes they can be pretty tricky yes they are tricky but yeah so both of those things actually you're, you're, you're right because when I got my, my Covid booster cert I said yes as well but I, I, I shout a louder yes when I get the wordle thing solved every day <laughs> so, <laughs> me too me too so just for people who don't know it's, it's invented by this guy called Wardle his name is Wardle he's an English guy That's working right. in the States Josh is it Josh Wardle um, and, and it's, a, it's, it's a ridiculous thing but it's a five-letter word, uh, and you've to, you've six attempts to get it. So you put in exactly, uh, and you have to put in a word, and it'll tell you if you have a letter that's in it, where the letter's positioned, etc. And just put in Wordle now, and it'll give you a bit of entertainment for Do a few minutes. Do you know what minutes. I love about it, Ray? You have one word a day. 
Yes. So it's not something you can get sucked into, <laughs> yeah, like, yes, like yeah. Twitter yeah. or Instagram or whatever it might be. You just have one word a day. And once you've got the word right, or you've got it wrong after six turns, the game is over for another 24 hours. <laughs> and so it's, it's not, it doesn't consume you in the way that something like fantasy football might, because you can keep tre- go, going back to check in on something like that. Yeah. This is a one hit thing. And, it's, it, and I like the fact that it's kind of challenging intellectually. It stimulates your brain. And I think that's to be welcomed. Yeah, and it's, so it's nearly old school in that respect, isn't it? That you have to wait 24 hours to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like doing the Irish Times crossword in yeah. times gone by. Or indeed, of course, you can still do the Irish Times crossword today. But but back in the day when you only had the print product, you would do the crossword depending on what time you got it finished. Yeah. You'd have to wait until the, the next, next day, day to do the crossword. Right, okay. And the other yes is the uh, the COVID booster cert. Uh, That's right, yes, yeah. Got it over the weekend. I'm just wondering what's the best way to store it because I took a, a screen grab of the last cert for the, you know, for the, yeah. the, the first two and it was in my photos and I found it, it was a bit of a pain then searching for it every time. Is there is there any easier way of storing it on your phone? Well, I mean, the, the way I stored it was I stored it in the in the, the COVID tracker thing. Yeah, the, the app oh, the from app. the HSC yes, that yes. everyone downloaded. And I have to say, it was just effortless because the the COVID cert came to my email. I opened the email on my laptop. I deleted the COVID cert on my uh on the COVID tracker app I deleted the old one scanned the new one and 10 seconds later the new one was on the COVID tracker app ah, but yes, the other way you can do yes. it as you say is you can take a screen grab of it but then create either, either make it one of your favourite emails or create a special folder within your uh, your photos where just that one screen grab sits. Yeah, you lost so me. So you always know. You lost me, sorry. That's too, that's too, that's too <laughs> yeah. I know, you can call me a Luddite if get you like, but I'm, I'm, I'm sort of half proud of the, of the fact folk. that... I, what, say again? Get one of the young folk who oh, surround the young you. Folk, uh, sorry, yes, to show me it. Right, OK. I thought, I, I, anyway, somebody said frock last night on, on, on uh, Dancing with the Stars. And uh, anyway, uh, OK, so, so that's that. You're telling us how to save money in January and I'm, go, I'm going to skip straight to number 10 because I'm, I like this one. It's audit yourself because exactly. in, in the world we live in, we subscribe to things and we may need something uh, for one task we're doing and then suddenly we're paying for it for 52 weeks of the year and we don't need to. Yeah, no, I'll give you an example of that from my own life. Ye- about three years ago, I really wanted to listen to the West Cork podcast. And it was a post-podcast about the murder of Sophie Toscan de Plantier. And the only place it was available was Audible. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded and I paid a subscription to Audible. And months and months passed after I'd listened to the podcast. And I was still paying the subscription yeah. to Audible. Um, now, there's lots of... Di- and it doesn't, that's not to criticise Audible. It's actually a really great service if you use it. But the point about this auditing yourself thing is we all have all these subscription services be it Now TV or Netflix or Amazon Prime or Audible or whatever it might be and we mightn't be using them all so just go through your bank statements and see what debits are coming out of your account every month for what services and then if you're not using them cancel them yeah. because you know the reality is that a lot of businesses m- make money out of our, our, our not our apathy but our our unwillingness to be proactive when it comes to keeping on top of that stuff. And it's easy to understand why we don't keep on top of that stuff because there's a lot of stuff going on in our world and people are busy. And they know that. I, I, I spoke to a guy yeah, who worked for do. a tech company and he knew that if they got you for the five euro a month that they could have you forever um, because it's, yeah, exactly. so, it's such a low amount that, that people go, oh, yeah, yeah, I might need it again, I might yeah. need it again. And all those five euros a month add up and it becomes, a, you know, an income stream for, for companies. Um, now, uh, this came into Pricewatch at rte.ie. Um, I was recently in Argus and bought a pair of earphones. At the time, I took a picture of the receipt just in case I lost it. Less than two months later, said earphones broke down. I returned to Argus with the photo I had taken of the receipt and was promptly informed that this wasn't a valid receipt and that I needed the physical copy of the same. What are my rights, if any? Well, actually, this is a really interesting thing and it's kind of a very 21st century thing and I'd never come across it before. Now, the bottom line is that there's a couple of points here. The first... No, he's gone, is he? He's gone. We'll try and get him up again. Um, There, Paula Sheridan has been on the best tonic of pure positivity and love on the radio waves today. DJ Grimes um, and his mammy Caroline, brilliant uh, and certainly inspired 
and David Williams was there and Donegal Callan that's from Paula Sheridan and somebody else says there is a great app called Genius Scan where you can save your important documents like COVID cert passport or utility bill it's the only way to save documents and make COVID cert your lock screen or wallpaper now there's an idea but I prefer to have a picture of my family but yeah yeah. Uh, got Booster and GP do they send out new certs Ashley and Cork wants to know Connor's back on it comes from the HSE doesn't it the, the, the cert it does, yeah. It actually comes to the Department of Health, I think. Uh, but, back, but just getting back to the query from, 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 your, uh, from our listener. No, um, that's that's a terrible line. I can't, can't cope with that either. We, we, we will try and get you again there. Um, got booster and yeah, yeah. And uh, I took a photo of my first COVID cert, but when I showed it uh, to be scanned once, the QR code couldn't be read. I had uh, to get the cert from my emails. It says, Neve. Um, right, we're having terrible problems with, with Connor today. He was on a toy line there and uh, we're back to the way we were back in at the beginning. We, we, we were limited to the number of people we can have in studio. So if we have somebody before four o'clock, we can't have somebody after four o'clock um, or unless they're down in a booth. Um, so that's a little bit of a pain in the bum. Have I got a, a song there I can play for you at all? I don't think I have. He's back, he's back. Connor. Hello, Connor. Hello, Connor. Can you hear me, right? Yes, I can. You have my undivided attention, okay? <laughs> right. And I will shout okay. from here no, to Montrose no, to make it clear. You, you know, you're fine there. Don't, you don't need to shout. You just need to answer our listeners' question <laughs> about the earphones. So they took, yeah. a, they took so, a picture of the receipt and they were told by the person in Argos that that doesn't qualify, that they need a physical exactly. copy. Okay. Yeah. Now, so that's wrong because under the law, you, you, if you want to return something because it's faulty, you have to provide proof of purchase, but you don't have to provide a receipt. Now, proof of purchase can be a credit or debit card statement. It can be an invoice, or if the product is own brand, and this is according to the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission, if the product is own brand and has clearly come from the retailer in question, then that could be accepted as proof of purchase. So there's no doubt in my mind that a photograph of the receipt could be considered proof of purchase by a retailer. Now, I was on to the Com- Competition and Consumer Protection Commission today, and they were, they were very clear about it. Like, they, they, it's not defined in legislation what proof of purchase means. Okay, so that's the first thing. But a second, the second point that's worth making is a business is not under any legal obligation to give you a receipt for something you buy. Okay? So that means a business cannot rely on a physical receipt as the only form of per- proof of purchase. Because the business can say, well, I'm not under legal obligation to give you a receipt, I'm not going to give it to you, and therefore the consumer would have no rights. So there are other avenues you can go uh-huh. down. Now, the, the other thing is, like, if a photograph of your receipt isn't acceptable, would a photocopy of your receipt be acceptable? Now, the reality is we're in a different time now than we were when we were... 20 years ago, when people would have accepted a check stub as proof of purchase. Now, I did get on to Argos, and you know they are looking into this right now, and they're not in the business of putting obstacles in the way of customers who have legitimate complaints, and queries, and concerns about products. So they haven't come back to me yet with a resolution of the product, but I, or the problem. But I would be confident they would come back. They will be back to me very shortly, and they will resolve it. But the, it's actually a really good tip for your listeners: if you buy something. Take a photograph of the receipt, maybe create a separate folder for that, Ray. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then keep all your receipts in that folder because we always lose receipts. Whereas if you go into a shop with a photographed copy of a receipt, it'll have all the details that the retailer will need about yes. when the purchase was made, what the nature of the purchase was, what type of card was used to make the purchase, and all of those other things that are required. So the bottom line here is that the law is, is it's a grey area. There is no legally defined thing which says what a proof of purchase is but this person should be okay I can't believe that there's no definition of proof of purchase anyway that's another yeah. day's uh, discussion Connor thanks very much for all your thanks efforts Bye-bye. technical Bye-bye. and otherwise okay um, uh, Cormac and Sarah are on the way we are back tomorrow at 3 o'clock enjoy the rest of your Monday evening it's the Ray Darcy show on RTE Radio 1